This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of the Hawk Chronicles. Wait a minute, say that again. I just saw our two suspects around the corner. I might try to engage them in conversation. Is something wrong, Miss Tracy? I've never seen anyone salt their milk before. There's our waitress over there. Make sure she knows to let us retrieve the glass and not the busboy. Grab the fill kit for me. Oh yeah, good prints. I have our original prints loaded in the handheld. Bingo, we got our man. So, uh, how does this uh, detaching work? We've never done it before. Once they stop their gravitational rotation, they should prep for re-entry. That'll be when we detach. If we end up apprehending these two, we have to figure out what to do with them. And we certainly can't take them in. We'd never be able to take them alive. Yeah, he's right. Mission failure for them is not an option. There's two guys headed for the van. So what do you want to do? Take a right here and go down along the river, turn around and wait for them to clear. Transponder signal shows three rage fighters, and they're headed right for us. And now, episode 90, Mousetrap. Power up the grappling arm. Barnes, strap in. Jocko, prep for detachment. We have three rage fighters inbound. We're going to try floating away unnoticed. Be prepared to engage if necessary. We'll be ready. What's their position now? 20,000. Steady closure rate. They don't appear to be in a hurry. Hopefully they're just here to escort this freighter to their mining base. (laughs) Well, let's hope so. If not, our mission might end before it even begins. We need to time our release to be thrown away from the planet. Stand by for release. Standing by. In three, two, one. Detached. In free drift, retrieve the arm. Stowing the arm. Jocko, we're going dark. Copy. Going dark. We're ready to go. Copy that. Tika, what's the status of the fighters? They appear to be establishing an orbit for rendezvous with the freighter. Go dark. Essential comms only. Shutting down all non-essential systems. We are dark, Captain. Very well. Scan all channels for any radio traffic. I'm impressed. At what? The way you took command there. No panic, quick, decisive action. I'm really impressed. (gasps) Captain, you never told him? Told me what? The lizard's out of the bag now. You might as well tell him. (laughs) Lizard? Cat. She means cat. Oh, okay, okay. The cat chased the lizard out of the bag. Well, so what's in the bag? Uh, What are you not telling me there, Nate? It's really nothing. We need to concentrate on our present situation. Tika, what's the position of the fighters now? They have established orbit to rendezvous with the freighter. There's no chatter, so they didn't detect us. So, uh, there's no reason not to tell him. Go ahead. Tika? Nate was a former IDF combat officer. 
Well, you know, I knew you were in. I, I remember how you flew that fighter alongside Sheena to rescue us after we thought you two burned up in the Mercury when Wi-Fi sent you hurtling into the atmosphere, but a combat officer? Oh, not just a combat officer. A special forces combat officer. All right, all right, that's enough, Tika. Special ops? You? Yeah, and why do you say it like that? Well, you know, uh, I think you and I might uh, share the same belt size. I admit, I'm a little above my fighting weight. A little? Don't underestimate my skills. Uh, what happened, you know? Uh, why'd you leave the service? After I washed out of flight school, they sent me to a combat support unit. For some reason, I did really well. And then they discovered I was good at sneaking in and out of things. I'm not even going to ask where. Well, one thing led to another, and before I knew it, I was in special ops training, graduated, was shipped off to some crawl hole planet overrun with insects the size of house trailers, and decided killing big bugs wasn't for me. I took a discharge after that little war, met Rogers, and the rest is history. You know, you should write a book. Nah, I hate to read. Captain, the fighters are now escorting the freighter. They are beginning orbital insertion. Very well. Proceed with our mission orders and resume full systems. Aye, aye, sir. All systems coming online. Bridge to Jocko. All clear. We're proceeding as planned. Copy that. We will dismount and await orders. Still don't like the idea of staying up here as a target. Well, knowing what I know about you now, it might be good to have your boots on the ground. Just my boots? You know what I mean. I don't think HQ will go for any last-minute change in plans. We'll just have to see what happens. I might just have to come down there and rescue you guys. Hey, you just might. Captain, we are approaching orbital insert. Secure all crew. All personnel, prepare for orbit. Tighten those belts one more time. Nelson's Pizza Parlor. We make it, we bake it, and you take it. Cute. According to your tracker, they just turned on to Victor. That's affirmative. I'm on a parallel street. I should be able to follow them until they hit 7th Boulevard. Then, I'll drop in behind them. It's a good bet they're headed for a bar. We're moving up now to check out the warehouse. I'll let you know where they're going. If it is a bar, I'll just watch for my car. <laughs> you could be there for a while. You two get in there and find out what you need. Once you're done, let me know, and if they leave before you've finished, I'll be sure to give you guys a warning order. There's no reason to tell them tonight if they just go to a club. Yeah, you're right. That tracker will at least tell us where their car is. We can switch to push to talk mode once we get inside. In the meantime, just call if something happens. Alright, and get to it. Roger that. Alright partner, let's see what we got. Now this is weird. A padlock. It's a pretty cheap one. We can pick that with no problem, but what is this? Some sort of keypad entry? Unfortunately no. It would be better if it was. We've seen this before. Is that the same device we found on the unexploded tower? Afraid so. That could be a problem. This could be part of a booby trap system. You open the door and boom! Or it could be rigged to be set off by them remotely. In case something went wrong, they could destroy the place and cover up all the evidence. Or could it be for both reasons? What do you want to do? We need to see if there's another way in. Can't you disable it? 
it's a little too risky. If it's tied into any explosives by the door here, it could shorten our night by a lot. Well, that wouldn't be good. Hey, check this out. This window's angled out enough for one of us to squeeze through it. It's a, it's a little high. I guess I can stand on your shoulders. Why you? Because I'm not sure you can squeeze through that opening. So get next to the wall and I'll get on. Alright. Uh, uh, you just had to wear those high-heeled cowboy boots. Stop complaining and push me up. Jeez, uh, Soren. How many wings have you been eating since that you got here? Almost. One last boost. Uh... Oh, stop complaining. Okay, I'm here. It looks like there's a door on the side there that has a push bar on it. Alright, meet you there. Yeah? You guys were right. They went straight to a bar. And what's the situation there? Looks like the front door is booby-trapped. A soaring got through a window. There's access to the side door. Alright. We'll go push to talk from here on. Sounds good. Come on in. You're just in time for the party. Let's hope it's a quiet one. Got your flashlight? Yeah, let's head back to the front door and see if it's booby-trapped. Tracy, we're in. All right. Then get what you can and get out. We're not in there legally, at least not for the St. Louis Police Department. This is IDF business. Sword said we're here on IDF business. Don't worry, we'll be out of here as soon as we can. Here's the door. I don't see any traps. It must be set to charge somewhere else. I knew these guys wouldn't put a remote detonator for looks. Well, let's get this show on the road. If there's a bomb here, we need to find it. Sleep cycle begins in 15 units. Thank you, Robo-4. I'll call you when it's time to tuck me in. Is that a reference to the ancient custom of parental units preparing their offspring for their scheduled sleep cycles? <laughs> I, I suppose that's a romantic way of putting it. I can do that, but you will have to undock me from my station. That's not necessary, George. Prepare systems check before the cycle begins. I will initialize system check five units prior to your sleep cycle. Vlad, what's the status of the CO2 scrubber? We are in the green. All gas levels are nominal. So, Commander, when is the next scheduled docking? According to our last briefing, not for another moon phase. Why, you running short of supplies? I could use another bottle of my special water. This recycled water is okay, but it can't beat the special water I got from Motherland. You mean the highly flammable water you had last night? Commander, I have an audio message from the Mercury. Playback, please. This is Captain Nate from the Mercury. We successfully detached from the Rage Freighter and are setting up Geosync Orbit over Galaza. We've remained undetected and are proceeding with operational orders. We'll notify you once we've established orbit. Mercury out. George. Forward that to Controller 3 and send receipt confirmation to the Mercury. Yes, Commander. So, what do you think of their plan to rescue some strange scientist on a mining colony? <laughs> I'm not paid to think. Then let me say that the IDF is getting their money's worth. You haven't been into that special water, have you? Not a drop, but the sleep cycle is still young. As for the mission, they have the best special ops squad in the force with them. If it's going to work... Jocko will make it happen. It's a crazy idea. He's not even comrade. In fact, I know he's from a hostile country. Why all the fuss? Like I told you, Vlad. <laughs>
They don't pay me to think about things like that. If I were to venture a guess, I'd say that he has intel that's crucial and critical to their culture. Plus, he now has a good knowledge and working knowledge of Rage Headquarters. Duh. I suppose he could get of useful information. He's a computer programmer, yes? Yes, he was used to program the satellites. I think we can use him here. He could reprogram Robo-4. I clearly heard that, Mission Specialist Vlad. Why do you wish to have me reprogrammed? I can speak your language and I am quite familiar with your cultural customs. Not a problem, George. But would be nice to have a Georgia instead. I have many voice bags, Vlad. Do you like this one? I got Vlad. I made pancakes for you. Please, go back to George. That is too disturbing. Very well. Return to default voice. Vlad? The commander. Please, don't do that again. Captain, we have established synchronized orbit. Thank you, Tika. Minimal power configuration, and send a message to the BSS that we've established orbit. Begin gravitational rotation. Aye, sir. All personnel, we're now in orbit over Galaza, returning to 1G. Our instructions are to stand down for one sleep cycle to make sure there are no raid ships in the area. Pre-mission briefing and eight bells. That is all. Ah, so now we just sit and wait? We need to make sure we weren't spotted before we proceed. Captain... The message has been sent, and we did receive notification of receipt from the BSS on our initial message. Were there any further instructions? No, sir. Very well. You take the first shift. Once we see the landing party off, I'll take the next shift. Aye, sir. We are at 1G. Very well. Attention all personnel. We've resumed full gravity. You may now lower your trade tables and recline your seats. Please take a moment to review your emergency exit instructions located in the seat in front of you. On second thought, don't bother. Because if we have to use the exits, we're as good as done anyway. Thank you for flying Mercury Airlines. <laughs> Just when I thought you were being so professional, uh, the real Nate pops up. Hey, gotta keep it loose, you know. Well, we're on the dark side of the planet, so I guess there's not much we can do. We'll be in the light in eight bells. One of the good things about geosynchronous orbit is normal day to night hours. But uh, doesn't this orbit put us on the other side of the planet from Rage? Seems that we're going to have an incredibly long trek just to get from here to there. If you guys were landing straight down, yeah. But when the bat re-enters Galaz's atmosphere, you'll transverse the planet. Jocko will be able to set you down within a few clicks of Rage Headquarters. Clicks. Listen to you. From units to kilometers to clicks. I've upgraded my translator to include some Earth slang. <laughs> well, I hope it's better than the one you got when you first met Kate. You called her a hot plate. Instead of a hot dish. That slang still doesn't make any sense to me. You're still pretty worried about her, aren't you? Yeah, look, I, I can't help it. Sometimes she would frustrate the life out of me. But I'd give about anything to hear her fussing at me right now. To tell you the truth, Nate, this is the last place I want to be right now. I can understand that. Look at Horace. He knows she's on some distant planet in the hands of aliens. I'm sure he wants to be there with her, too. You're stuck with me, so focus on the mission. That's scary. What's scary? You actually sounded responsible. You're right. That does sound scary. You know, I really think you guys need me down there. I feel helpless just sitting up here in orbit. Ah, the Nate I know wouldn't say that. Really? What would the Nate you know say? As soon as these chumps are off my ship, I'm out of here. Well, now you got something to think about when you're down there. Will he be there when we get back, or will he be long gone? Seriously, Barnes, you never knew me as a captain. 
Now, if I were still first mate to Rogers, then yeah, we might not be here when you get back. Well, then I'm glad you're the captain and not Rick. Well, as your captain, I'm ordering you to get some sleep. You're going to need it tomorrow. <laughs> aye, aye, Captain. Tika, you have the con. I've always wanted to say that. Whoa, this is a pretty big place. It looks mostly empty. There are some doors along the wall there. Let's check them out. Looks like a lot of soot along that wall and ceiling. Tracy did say that there was an explosion here last month. I wonder if our two Hungan friends had anything to do with that. I don't think there's any doubt. Let me check these other two. Nothing in here. Looks like they sleep in here. Not much to look at. Then I think this is the door we need. Can you pick it? Can I do what? You mean pick this lock? Yes. Unfortunately, I can. And I did. Holy Toledo! Look at the size of that thing! I take it that thing is a bomb. Remind me to ask you later what's so holy about Toledo. You'd better stay back a little while while I check this beast out. Let Tracy know what we found. Uh, Tracy, we got something here. I'm going to put you on an open mic. We're in the warehouse and we found one room locked. We're in it now and uh, it's not good news for us. What's the problem? A bomb. A really big bomb. Nelson, can you make any sense out of it? Look like there's enough C4 here to take out this whole block of warehouses. Can you tell if it's armed? Let me put it this way. A digital timer just kicked off, counting down from 30 minutes. Yeah, can you disarm it? Give me a minute. All right, as long as it isn't 30 of them. Guys, we've got another problem. Our two suspects just came out of the bar, and they weren't in there long enough to do anything, even for Hongans. You must have tripped an alarm. I scanned everything. No wireless signal left this building but our call to you. Nelson, you've got maybe 10 minutes before they arrive, if that's where they're headed. Something's not right about this whole setup. Yeah, a bomb is ticking away and we're just standing around. If our two suspects head in this direction, I'll tell you for sure. Well, now's the time for talk. They just pulled out and are headed south on 7th. Looks like a short night and they're coming home. Maybe that bar wasn't to their liking and they're headed to another one. Did you ever see a bar Hongan didn't like? Only the ones that were closed. Hey, partner, how is going over there? I'm concerned. It looks a little too easy. So, Nelson, what is it exactly that's bothering you? Like I said, it looks too easy. This timer is kicked off as soon as we enter the room. So, that means it's a booby trap. And we're the boobies. Tracy, are they still headed this way? Yes. You'd better hurry things up. Ask yourself, why would they cut their bar hopping short? Hungans love the party too much. My guess is that when the bomb's timer was triggered, it kicked off an alarm to them. Exactly. Ah, I see what he's saying. If that was an alarm, and the bomb is going to detonate about the time they get in here, why would they be coming back? To disarm it? With intruders here? The time it might take to deal with intruders, the bomb could go off. You're right. Why walk right into an explosion that could take out a whole city block? Soren, take some time and search this whole room. 
There's got to be something in here besides this welcome package from Hunger and Rage. You got it, partner. It's time you cowboy up and disarm that big firecracker. Let me study on it some more. I wouldn't take too long. These guys are on the move. I mean, I could bust them for speeding right now. I just hope a patrol car doesn't stop them. What do you think we're looking for in here? My guess? Detonators? Relays? Anything that will tie them into the tower bombings. Well, how about maps showing all major power and cell towers in the greater St. Louis metro area? Well, that's a start. If this were a normal police investigation, I'd be happy to find those. But we already know these two guys are our bombers. Ah, I heard this in a movie once. Bingo. What did you find? A list of future targets beyond St. Louis. Not only that, there are some contact names here. That's what we need. Can you photograph them? I don't want them to realize anything is missing. Nelson, you need to stop that countdown and get out of there. It's a mousetrap, I'm sure of it. A what? The wiring is oversimplified, even for Hungan. Everything looks too easy. Plus, these guys are headed right back here, so I'm sure it's a mousetrap. That's a bomb designed to lure in a target. It looks easy to defuse, but as soon as you try it, boom, we're a lot of paperwork for you. What if you're wrong? Nelson, what if you're wrong? Then the city of St. Louis won't have to worry about demolishing these old warehouses. Is Nelson right? Is it a trap or is it real? Will Barnes and the rescue team be able to insert themselves into Galaza undetected? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles Destination Galaza. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D I G I T A L V A U D E V I L L E dot com. Mm-hmm.